0: Broadcasting live from the r
1: studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Ponsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. Presented by Tequila Embajador. Right back out to the listener line. Uh, I want to talk to Taylor Maid. How you doing, Taylor?
2: Link, how you guys doing?
1: Doing good, doing good.
2: Thank you for taking my call. So I just got a couple comments about this Gruden ordeal. I'm going to speak from a fan perspective. Um, number one, I love the Raiders. Supported them for 40 plus years. I've taken both my kids out and sat in the black hole. It's it's a family, and Gruden has let us down.
1: Yeah, good point. One of the main
2: one of the main reasons I'm a Raiders fan is because I grew up watching. Otis Sistrong, Kenny Stabler, Ted Hendricks. It didn't matter what you looked like. It didn't matter whether you were black, white, gay. You were part of the Raider family. And Gruden was one of us. That's why we loved him. He went into the black hole, gave everybody high fives. Man, I love that guy. He has let us down. I have been depressed for the last three days, like I almost lost my best friend because I was so proud to have him as our coach. And he has let us down. And it is about the fans because we go and support those guys win, lose, or draw. And we supported Gruden. And to have that come out and embarrass Raider Nation and Al Davis, Mark Davis, or anybody that's worn that uniform is a disgrace. And let me tell you, I love John Gruden, but he ain't a Raider anymore.
1: Very uh, interesting, very uh, eloquently said. Uh, really appreciate uh, the thoughts, Taylor Main, And I think that you speak for a lot of people. I think he speaks for a lot of people, Lincoln.
0: I do, too. I do, too. I mean, the, the, the Raider Nation is a family. One of the reasons why I wrote the book, I did. Uh, it is because I wanted to relay the message of what the sentiment of what it means to be a Raider, what it means to be a part of the Raider Nation. It's something I hold very true to dear to my heart, and I know you do as well, Vinny, having covered this team and grown as close as you have to this organization.
1: Yeah, and you know, here, here here's the thing. Um, you, you know, you you talk about letting people down, and I think that you know, just in in you know, some of the exchanges that I've had uh, with, with John since all this went down. I think that's eaten at him, to be honest with you. Like he knows that he hurt people and no he doubt. knows that, um, he let people down and, you know, without excusing what he said, I can understand, I can, I, I have some, I I do have some empathy with him that, you know, it, it came, his, his, his own deeds came back, um, in a way that really hurt a lot of people and he now understands that he didn't direct you know like face to face say something to somebody but it got back to those people and then a whole bunch of other people um and i i know that he's disappointed in himself because the last thing he he's said this on multiple times i never meant to hurt anybody and i take him at his word but that's why you have to be what did john john uh, wouldn't say uh, lincoln you know your character is when nobody's looking that's your right. true character
0: right and you know my grandmother used to say you know things done in the dark will eventually become come to light and i've told my kids that on several occasions like you might get away with something now but eventually it'll get back to me or you know i'll find out about it so don't you know be 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 smarter be bigger don't do stupid things you yeah. know what i mean and so you, you, it's It's inexcusable, the language that he used. It's, you you can't, you can't downplay it. I mean, it had, you, you had to do, look, I applaud John in the sense this, that he didn't force Mark Davis's hands. He resigned. Which is a which is a big deal. He's like, look, I admit I made a mistake, and he stepped away. And we already know because we talked about it yesterday. We already know how much he loves the game of football, how much he loves coaching, and how much this is going to be. This is going to really uh, take a a big part, a chunk out of him. And I, I I feel. Confident, saying that he's sorry for what he did. Of course, doesn't excuse it, no. but he's sorry for what he did. And and look, he's going to have to pay the pay the reaper, you know, for for it for probably for the rest of his life because it's very very soundly say probably not going to have a job in football anytime soon.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, you know, Lincoln. When I was younger, uh, you know, my late great father, Vincent T- Thomas Bonsten um, You know, when when I would get in trouble, and you know, we all did stupid things. Absolutely, so it's just flat out. That's yeah. just the way it is. And it wasn't so much you know whether I did something at school that got me in trouble and had to deal with you know the repercussions at school or any any other- <laughs> uh, discretion that I made in my uh, younger days, it was going home and facing him and understanding you just disappointed me yeah. like you disappointed me and you you disappointed that last name you're you are a bonsignor, and that should stand for something for you and to disappoint me and to and to let that down um those were the worst like like i anything could have happened to me at school i could have been expelled i never really got expelled but you know like there were were, were issues you get trouble um but but having to face the music from my dad and it didn't have to be a spanking or anything like that it was just the look that he gave me of disappointment that crushed me that crushed me and i know that it, that's what John's probably kind of going through right now Certainly. because he let down his family. Um, and, and figuratively and, um, you know, uh, and, and literally, uh, he's let a lot of people down that he loved, that he likes, that are looking at him a little bit differently right now. And we shouldn't lose sight of that. Like, there'll be time for maybe reconciliation to some extent and, you know, like sit down and talk things out, that type of thing. Uh, but. You know, I think everyone needs a little bit of space. Uh, oh, for, yeah, you know. yeah. though, no, I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again, it's, you know,
0: I, I, I know John. I know his brother Jay. I mean, I know the Gruden family. And, right. You know, this is a football family.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it comes from
0: a long lineage, and it, and it's now it's just been
1: stopped. Yep, no doubt. Uh, Mike is in Chicago. How you doing, Mike, in Chicago? What's up, Mike? Well,
3: again, I love listening to you guys. Man, you guys are- Man, I really appreciate this. Um We appreciate you, Mike. Are... Hmm? We appreciate you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a wonderful press conference today, man. Mm-hmm. I think Mayock handled some stuff. He deflected some stuff. Um, Carr was good. And people are sort of trying to flush their feelings and talk about stuff, uh, which is important. And what Mayock talked about is trying to focus on the here and now. Because people wanted to sort of talk about the groove stuff. He was like, look, man, we, we 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 in rebuild mode, you know? Because I was in a training earlier today, and a guy talked about recognize, recover, and rebuild. And I thought about the freaking Raiders during this conference, man.
4: Yeah.
3: Because um, I've been a Raiders fan for a long time. And I remember when Gruden got hired. <laughs> and I remember when Gruden got let go. And Lincoln, I don't know if you remember at the press conference after that game, <laughs> That New England crap, he said, you get what you deserve in this league. I never forget that. And right now, that's what we're seeing. But um, the other thing, Lincoln, you said something yesterday. I couldn't get in yesterday. My head went down. And just hear me out. My head went down when he said, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I thought, like, oh, God, why did you say that? <laughs> because usually when you hear that, it's like, dude, Okay, you know, cause there's always gonna be something, man. You understand y'all you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, certainly. When you said that I was like, oh she oh man, I can't even say what I said. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh dude, you just screwed up, man, because this is not gonna be pretty. But you know, um, you know, it's about like man said, it's about it's the next step, it's getting ready to play football. And that's what I was thinking about early. and, and like the guy said before me. I've been thinking about this stuff for the last few days since Thursday, since you brought it up, Benny. I was like, oh, man, this ain't pretty. Um, It's recovery now, man. It's it's moving on. It's getting ready for the next team um, and not focusing on who will be the next head coach, who's the head coach now, what can he do. May I back the guy who's the head coach now. And it's just recovery recognize recovery and rebuild man um i appreciate y'all taking my call man i love you brother
1: you got it uh love you back mike um yeah and and uh you know i've been saying this for a while like in um you know these last couple of years covering the raiders and and specifically you know uh this version of the late of, of the of the raiders and and i've genuinely been impressed by the character of people that are in that building uh, and in that locker room, you know, um, getting a chance to know some of these guys and hearing them talk and express themselves. Um, You know, I I know talking to Mike Mayock, he would say, hey, Vinny, I know people, uh, you know, maybe you do roll your eyes when I talk about character and, you know, dedication and and finding the right type of people. And I would tell him, Mike, I've been in this a long time. I know exactly what you're talking about because I've seen it in all forms and fashions the good and the bad and you can tell you can walk into a locker room and just sort of feel the knuckleheadedness of it and understand this team's not going anywhere fast you know because of that um whereas you you walk into a locker room where there's you know professionals and and uh, people with class and and dignity and and professionalism and you understand like this team has a fighting chance and i've really felt that about the Raiders uh, for a little while now. I don't know what it's going to translate to necessarily in terms of wins and losses. Obviously, talent um, is the ultimate uh, arbitrator of that. But it's but character does count, um, especially in times like this uh, when it gets tested. And I feel like the way Derek Carr and Darren Waller and Max Crosby express themselves today, um, it, it, it gives me the feeling that I don't think that this is going to be what defines the Raiders season in terms of whether it went good or bad. I don't think that if they go bad, it's because they're just not a good football team talent-wise. I don't think it's because it's going to be because of what of what happened over the last 6 days. Yeah, I think you're right. Um it's just going to be, be yeah, I mean, I, I would
0: be surprised too. I'd be, I would be surprised if it, if it lingers, you know, even into tomorrow, to be honest with you, because I think addressing it the way they did with the press conference today, obviously getting back to work, getting back to practice, there'll be a little bit of stabilization and, I, and, um, and, and just, you know, figuring out a game plan, uh, coming up against the Broncos. So, uh, I, 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 I tend to agree with you
1: you know I, I, I and I do feel bad for uh Carl Nassib. eventually he's gonna he's gonna have to get up on that podium uh and talk and I Sorry. feel like he's been put in a really bad position by not his actions and and we've talked about this but but the actions of somebody else and now Carl's got to be the guy that you know you know in some ways probably feeling like I got to speak for an entire group of people you know um and how we're supposed to think about this. And, and I don't, I, I just, I something about that rubs me the wrong way. I feel bad that he's got to be put in that kind of a position over somebody else's tomfoolery and stupidity, basically. Um, but I know that he's going to handle himself, you know, well. He's just not ready to right now, and that's why he took the day off today. Uh, we'll see, you know, when it is that, that we talk to Carl Nassib, who, by the way, he's having a pretty good season, uh, Lincoln. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's playing pretty well. Uh, and, and, you know, is, is more like the player that the Raiders thought they were getting when they signed him uh, a couple of years ago. He's always been a solid football player, and he's kind of gotten back to that, and that's a good thing for, for the Raiders. Back to the Raider Nation listener line. Raider Mike is on the line. How you doing, Raider Mike?
5: It's been a while, Link and Benny. Um, I've been a Raider fan since 1968. You know, our first game I remember was the Heidi game. I've oh. been talking on sports radio. Uh, Rip City Radio for 30 years, Uh, ESPN Florida here for six, you guys since the Genesis. And it's been a gut punch, yes. The Code Red was ordered by Colonel Jessup, a.k.a. Goodell. I think it is a witch hunt, which is fine, because this needed to come out.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah.
5: You can't have that in, in your heart and be a Raider. You can't. He's expelled. We are the most diverse. I mean, Flores, first quarterback, Hispanic, first Hispanic coach, first black coach. And you drop this crap on Al Davis's 10th death anniversary, death whatever you want to call that. I mean, I, I feel <laughs> we, Roselle had a target on us. Tagliabue had a target on us. Now the Dell does. And we're sick of it. And now this happens, this bomb drops. When well, Al's Day's supposed to be celebrated, and we should have just creamed Chicago. And and then that stadium's filled with half Bears fans? Come on, Raider Nation. <laughs> Show what we're made of. DC, I saw a speech. That is the perfect general I want. Right now, a Christian that forgives what John did and is ready to move on and focus on football. I heard part of Waller's speech. What a class act. Yeah, I love that guy. And he's probably, I think he's better than Kelsey. I don't care what he was dressed. <laughs> and they're focusing. Hey, it's, we're circling the wagons, guys. This is the nation, the strongest fan base in the history of all sports. Yeah, I'm talking to you, soccer, too. (laughs) Overseas, sorry. We are the nation. You might as well call us Raider World, Raider Universe. We are going to be strong because that's just how we are. We've endured all this crap, that tuck roll crap. Are you kidding me? We're just calling NFL history. The immaculate crap reception. I mean, I peed on that statue in Pittsburgh. I'm sorry I did it. I had to. I was a little drunk. But I had a shot, and I took it, and I got away with it. Just like they got away with it. So, anyway.
1: Raider Mike. uh... I'm going
5: to start listening to you again. my work schedule. Mr. Show. Anyway, Raider Nation, stay strong. Hold the line.
1: Appreciate it, Raider thanks, Mike. Uh, thanks for the thoughts and uh, the eloquent, uh, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, words, uh, if not actions. Um, but thank you. Uh, r- really do appreciate it. And it's good to hear from you know Raider fans from all walks of life and really the all the entire age uh, spectrum. And what I do like uh, Lincoln and and you know I this is why I appreciate our our listeners is. They're not blinded by, oh, it's John Gruden or it's, oh, it's the Raiders head coach. They understand the distinction between right and wrong. Right. You know, and yeah. that's, that's refreshing to me, Lincoln.
0: And, and, and look, it's refreshing because we get, we, we hear from all angles, you know, and I appreciate the, the, the listeners. I appreciate the fact that, you know, we're available around the country, even probably around the world, and, and people are chiming in because they do have feelings for it. The, the, as, as Raider Mike just said, the, the, the nation is diverse. And, and it's, and it's opinionated. And, and that's good. That's refreshing because that that makes our job a lot more comfortable. I don't know about you, Vinny, but it makes, it does wonders for me because I, want to hear those opinions. I want to hear from where you stand point, where other people stand. So it's just not us. You know, view, or talking talk our opinions all the time.
1: Right, exactly, uh, and that's why we we do we are here for you. And you know, give us a call seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred on the Raider Nation guest line on Raider Nation Radio. Uh, we do truly appreciate it because you're why we do this, and you are you guys are Raider Nation flat flat out. Uh, back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Raider T is on the line. How you doing, Raider T?
6: Good, Vinny B in the Morse Mountain. How are you guys doing today,
1: <laughs> hey, wonderful uh, good, man?
6: So, obviously, what John Gruden said and did is 100% wrong, undefensible, and he had to go. The, m- the most interesting part of this whole thing for me is why it came out the way it did. And um, if you want to try and figure it out, it's got to start with a motive. Why did it come out? There, it, this wasn't an accident, the way this whole thing unfolded. So, either Goodell or somebody in the league had a reason for why this came out. And like I said, I'm not defending John. You guys said it eloquently. He fuck, excuse me, he dug his own grave and he deserved to go. But um, uh, my thinking on this whole thing was if you're putting yourself in Goodell's shoes, the number one thing they do is try to protect the league. So if they wanted to, since this was an investigation, so point number one, this is an investigation of the Redskins. They could have easily gone... To uh, Mark Davis and told and and to John Gruden and said, "Hey, this is what we found. You, he needs to go. He needs to go, or we're going to release this information." So they could have swept this stuff under the rug if they wanted to. So they chose to put it out there to make him a scapegoat.
1: Well, I uh, mean, personally, I, real quick, I got to. Let you. me
6: just finish real quick. Okay. I I think there's a bigger reason. I think they're trying to protect something else, something bigger. Whether it's Snyder, and I think Damone mentioned it. They find him for ten million dollars. You don't get fined ten million dollars for nothing. So uh, Snyder's an owner. John Gruden's just a coach. So they could easily make him dispensable and throw him out there. But it's still there's a reason why this whole thing went down the way it is. Because I'm pretty sure there's other people uh, that said things were horrible as well, and they're trying to protect somebody's uh, mind.
1: Here's 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 let me let me uh, uh, call the timeout right here number one um and i appreciate the call writer t but where that argument falls short of they're trying to hide something that's going on you know with 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 Daniel Snyder well nobody was even paying attention to any of that Lincoln outside of Washington DC and New York and and the offices there like I, were you sitting here you know what's going on with Washington football team what's going on no I, I'm gonna answer for myself and say no and I think I speak for many others that's that that would say no and that why I say that is because this if if the goal was to turn attention away from that, Well, by doing this, it's turned attention on that. Now everyone's like, hey, what about those emails that nobody was ever thinking about, any emails pertaining to Daniel uh, Snyder or anything relating to Daniel Snyder outside of the people that were directly involved in that case, okay? So I think, Lincoln, sometimes the easiest answer is the answer, all right? Somebody saw some hateful despicable things that were said in an email from a very high profile person in the NFL and said somebody needs to know about this the team needs to know about this people need to know about this this guy can no longer be part of this fraternity the NFL and I think that I think it was a whistle type a whistle type blower situation where it just had to get out there, and he wasn't made a, a scapegoat of what he is. He, he he said these things; those are his own words. There's no like, I, I just don't agree with that part of it uh, because if anything, it's drawn attention to the Washington Football Team case, Lincoln.
0: Well, you know, originally the, the the Washington Football Team was being investigated for sexual misconduct, a bunch of you know, a bunch of things. Uh, and Daniel Snyder, it, it came all along the time when they were pressured to change their name and their identity, get away from the Redskins. And, and since that's going under, I mean, look, we, we've seen throughout the time, and I've, I've been exposed to, um, over the last 48 hours. Pictures of Jerry Jones in a compromised position with women, and I've seen all kinds of stuff. You it's know, dr- it's
1: it's reopened the whole enduris exactly. box.
0: Absolutely, it it has. But in this instance, I agree with you, Vinny, and I in a sense where you have one of the more recognizable figures in today's game. Regardless of how you talk about it, he's up there with you know Aaron Rodgers, with Patrick Mahomes. John Gruden was, for the most part, along with Derek Carr, the face of the franchise. Yes.
1: If it you, would have you, come out if it would have come out later that they hid that, think of the round. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Like if the NFL knew about it and said we're not gonna do anything about it, eventually stuff like that comes out. And then yeah. the NFL would have had to explain why didn't you let anybody know about this? Right. <laughs> that would have been ten yeah. times worse. No. So yeah, yeah. So I mean I, I
0: it's 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 disheartening. You know the fact that they're removing you know his name from the Ring of Honor in yeah. Tampa, and they're taking him off the video game. I mean, geez, you know. Um, but what, what, uh, yeah. what did your grandmother say, Lincoln? Any things that he's done in the dark eventually come to light. Right. <laughs> so, there you go. So you can't. Yeah, yeah,
1: I get it. <laughs> it exactly sums up what what is going on right now. Yeah. You're in the huddle with Lincoln Kennedy and Vinnie Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. Uh, it's Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Wednesday. Give us a call 702-365-9200. I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts on everything including moving forward. There's a big football game on Thursday, or excuse me, Sunday against the Denver Broncos. Interact with the show. Text Benny and Lincoln on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187 or tweet them at Vinny Bonsignor and at LKennedy72. This is In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio. You're In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy brought to you by Tequila Embajador. Um, talking about... Moving forward, um, in spite of some, um, you know, trying circumstances for the Raiders, and it's going to test their resolve. It's going to test their leadership. Um, it's going to test a lot of things, but. Again, the show must go on. And and Lincoln, the Raiders are on a two-game losing streak. Uh, They can't let this become a three-game losing streak. This is a huge game against the Denver Broncos.
0: It is a huge game for a number of reasons. Not only is it to to right the ship um, after losing two games, but it's a divisional game. You don't want to fall further down in the division by going 0-2. You already lost to the Chargers. Um, But more importantly, I I guess my biggest challenge, or the, the challenge that I think they're facing most is, how to resolve, you know, you're going up against a very similar defense that you faced in the last two weeks. You haven't scored a lot of points against those two defenses. Uh, last thing you want to do is, is again, get off to a slow start, like they've done all the games, not just most of the last couple of weeks. But, um, but you know, for what it's worth, the Raiders collectively came out flat in this Bear game. Um, all All phases came out flat. Uh, so, you know, you want to, you want to write the ship there. So it is an important game. It's a big game. Uh, and of course you're, you're starting it off by going up to Denver. So you you got to take advantage of the opportunity. You got to play a whole lot better than they did over the last couple of weeks.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, out to the Raider nation, listener line, just win Wendy, our good friend, uh, missed you out there on Saturday night over, uh, at the, uh, at the Rockstar bar. I know that there were some trying circumstances, uh, getting out of the Bay area, uh, on Saturday.
4: A trying couple of weeks, yeah. right? You know, um, I actually went to LA, you know, and saw a game at SoFi, which was discouraging and, you know, leaving in the rain and in, um, in defeat, and then coming back and trying to fly out on last Saturday, and Southwest canceled my flight when I was at the gate. So, you know, I had to go back to the parking lot, get my car, drive home, get another flight the next morning, get to the stadium. I just got to the stadium in time to see Chris Angel and to see the game and then, you know, we lose and I go home and I'm like, oh man, that was that was depressing. And then Monday night, I mean, I just like I feel like I feel like a family member something happened. You know, it's it's been a depressing three days and thank God we have Raider Nation Radio. I mean, I in some ways, I feel like, oh, my gosh, football is way too important in this. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you, Wendy? Why are you so into this? And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, this has become such an important part of my, you know, my family is, and um, my family understands. They, they totally are okay with me being so part of Raider Nation. And... Um, and it, it has been hard. I haven't wanted to call in, and I and I get teary just thinking about how difficult this week has been because it it's been such a betrayal and such a um, a difficult thing to be so supportive to this person and then have you know have this happen. And I I could totally sympathize with with you, Lincoln, and you know knowing this person.
1: Oh, I think so, we, no her. Oh there we, go, there we go. We lost you there for one second, Wendy.
4: Are you there? Yeah. Oh there you are, there you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah we got you okay. back. Yeah, so but anyway, I just wanted to say, you know, that we do have to move on and I'm I'm so glad I'm so glad to hear everything today. I got to um, sit in my car after work and listen to all the uh, press conferences from all the guys and are you still there? Yep, we're yeah, here. we're here. Mm-hmm. okay, and um, and then I I was so glad to hear Derek and Max and Darren and uh, and of course Rich was awesome and so I'm really hopeful and now I'm just like looking at Shelby Harris and Vaughn Miller and going, <laughs> man, we have got to make sure that Vaughn Miller doesn't do as good as Khalil Mack did, you right. know? So let's let's get it going. <laughs> let's get this offense. In shape, and I'm I'm really really excited to play the Broncos and beat them.
1: Yeah, I think if there's uh you know uh it, it couldn't happen quick enough or fast enough for the Raiders to get back on the field on Sunday. I think everybody. Uh, in that locker room is is anxious to, to just get on the field and, and play a football game and maybe take their frustrations and anger uh, out on a, uh, a rival opponent in the Denver Broncos and, and get back uh, on track uh, in the in, in the same vein and so uh, maybe that's what that becomes on Sunday uh, we'll see back out to the Raider Nation uh, listener line Raider eight oh one how you doing Raider eight oh one
7: Hey Vinny Lincoln thanks for having me on guys you got um, it. man it's it's been a rough few days. It's been a rough few days, and I just want to share a quick story. Uh, last night, I was just at my local watering hole just trying to absorb all this and just sitting there by myself. And then, you know, this uh, girl approaches, and she had Raider gear on, and she looks at me. And we've never met before, but she looks at me, and she goes, You doing okay? You doing all right? You need a hug? And we embraced, and I told her, I'm so heartbroken on so many levels. Like I can't believe Gruden said those things, and I hope I really hope like that he um, will grow from this and 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 evolve into a, a better human being. And the right thing was done. He had to go. There, there's no way I could like wear my Raiders gear out in public with with the same pride that I always do. Like if if he stayed, you know. So he had to go um hopefully this isn't like hopefully he isn't the only one you know who has to face accountability hopefully you know like more of these emails come out and more people um can be brought to light and and hopefully those people can also be forgiven and get the help they need and you know i think a lot of us are really angry and really sad and everything but you know just just like how this this uh sister of raider nation you know reached out to me just randomly like that, that's what we all got to do for each other right now, as Raider Nation. Is, is we got to be there for each other because because this sucks.
1: Yeah, uh, Raider eight hundred one, <laughs> uh, hang sucks. in there, brother. Uh, thanks yeah. for the call. Uh, and 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 Lincoln, you know, the more I think about, you know, why the emails came out and everything like that, and, and kind of you know processing that, you know, um, part one of the, part of the reason racism and, and thoughts like that and and sexist and all that kind of stuff, any kind of hateful stuff exists, is because the people that are perpetrating it. Uh, are allowed to, and especially behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And even people sometimes who don't agree with that sentiment turn a deaf or de- a deaf ear or a blind eye to it because they don't want to get involved. Um, and that's what allows it to grow and prosper and exist, frankly. Uh, it needs to be brought to the light of day. Uh, those emails, however they came out, they needed to come out, Lincoln, right. because otherwise... It would have continued to perpetrate that old thinking of, you know what, Uh, it was behind closed doors, nobody heard it. And that's that's how bad thoughts and racism, things like that, uh, are allowed to exist and grow is because nobody puts them under a microscope and says, that's not good enough. I'm not going to accept that. And I'm going to make sure that everybody sees you saying this. And um, you know, uh, and, and and put you under that microscope because you deserve to be put under that microscope. Otherwise, we're just we're just perpetrating it.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I I, I especially appreciate
1: the fact that
0: you know the people are talking out their frustrations. Yeah, you know that's that's because it, it is disheartening. It is disappointing, and, and a lot of people have been let down. Just like Raider eight hundred one just called in and said, you know, he was hurt.
1: A lot of people were hurt yeah i mean like yeah. like if this was another sport another team yeah. um you know raider fans obviously would be upset and mad about it but they wouldn't feel personally yeah. let down yeah. uh, the way they are and it's a natural reaction and i could tell you it's it's what those players are dealing with and Certainly. you know uh and they all have to pro and you know like derek talking to him today uh, at the at the facility, and he's like, you know, as as a leader, I got to look at people, and 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 if something, if I see something is wrong, I got to be, hey, are you okay? I got your back, man. You need to talk about it. Yeah. Hey, you want to call me at three yeah. o'clock in the morning? Yeah. I'll probably be up because my youngest yeah. is up. So I I'm here for you. And 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 I think that what was what was so great about what we heard from Mike Mayock from a humanistic standpoint, and and uh, Rich Bashachi and and uh, and and some of the leaders on the team was that. It is okay to feel stressed. Yes. It is okay to feel all those emotions. They're valid. Uh, it's not your fault. Somebody, yeah. somebody, put all this on your lap to digest, and it's not easy to uh, to digest. And don't think you have to and just set it aside. Like, oh, it's no big deal. If right. it is a big, it is a big deal, and yeah. it's okay to treat it as a big deal. Uh, you're in the huddle with me. Oh, by the way, I just got to say real quick. Demon Rum is now uh, available to be shipped directly to you. All you got to do is go to drinkdemonrum.com. The more you buy, the better the deal. And now, for being a fan, you can get 10% off your next, your total order, uh, your next total order. Enter DemonVinny10. In the coupon code, that's DemonVinny10 at DrinkDemonRum.com, uh, and get your next order of uh, Demon Rum sent directly to you with a nice little discount. Uh, Raider Nation Radio, nine twenty a.m. on a Wednesday. Talk to you on the other side. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio, nine twenty a.m. Now back to your hosts, Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. gotta let that roll for just a second James is in Henderson love me some Henderson James how you doing brother
8: I am good uh, how you guys doing I uh, appreciate you guys taking my call
1: doing okay man
8: so um, I, I I don't usually call that much but you know when I hear you know Wendy who I've never met I've never seen but I love that woman. That she is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I hear from 801 Raider, and you know, I'm I'm touched, and it just reminds me, and it should remind all of Raider Nation about how we just come together in the face of adversity, whatever the adversity is. And I liken that to what I heard in the press conferences today. Um, you know, but when all this went down and, and we got the news that uh, the coach was, was resigning, you know, I started hearing things like the the team is in shambles or um, it's it's over now, three three and three and fourteen or whatever. And I just didn't see that. And then when I heard when I heard the leaders talk, you know, I heard Carr and Vasaccia and, and all the other leaders in there talk. I was galvanized. I, I I thought that we're gonna be okay. These guys are looking at this. These guys are circling the wagons, they're getting together, they're banding together and they're saying, We're gonna be okay. We're gonna get past this. Um, I kinda wanted to get your thoughts about how you guys felt when everything dropped and if anything changed with how you felt after you heard all of the press conferences and and you know, what how they're they're leading up to uh, the game against Denver.
1: Uh, I think you're right. I think you're um, on target. Now, you know, all that said, Denver's a good football team as well. They've got a really good defense. Uh, it's a tough place to go play. Um, so, you know, on merit, the Raiders could lose that game, um, you know, not because of a lack of focus. Even if they bring their A game, Lincoln, Denver's a pretty good football team. But I think the point stands, um, and I think John's obs- or James's observations were correct, I do think that this team is in good hands, not just in the leadership. And and, and Lincoln, you brought the, up the fact that it's a very well-coached football team. There's a lot of there's a lot to like about who's in charge of every position group and every um, si- and both sides of the ball, including uh, Rich, who handles the special teams. Um, I, I, I think that the leadership, coupled with the necessary talent, really is in place to be able to withstand something like this.
0: Well, I do too, and and I think that you know the fact that they had Tuesday, yesterday, a day off to kind of get away from the facility, I think everybody in their own way processed it. And I I believe in, in speaking is therapeutic. So whether you're talking out loud, you're talking to yourself, whether you're talking like we do in the content of where we have a talk show, I think it's therapeutic. I think it adds some, some level of resolution because you're a perspective. You're not just holding it inside. You're not just internalizing it. And that's what I also heard from a lot of the callers that, that called in. Voice their frustrations, disappointments, you know, very, the, the sentiment was very emotional from 801 Raider just called and as well as it was from Wendy, you know. So it, we, we've heard all those aspects and now we, we see the team taking in the same similar reflection. You know, which the even the way that Basaccia addressed the media and Mayock and all of them, I mean, they they handled it like, hey, we're 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 aware of what's happened, we're we're going to be better and we're going to be stronger, and we're we're pulling together because we know we still have a lot of work to do in front of and in, in front of us. So yeah. I, I think it's a very positive thing.
1: Uh, yeah, and I, and I think that uh, for Raider fans, um, there 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 is a little bit of pride, I'm sure, uh, in in. Hearing and seeing that from their leaders, from the from the team that they love, their leaders. And I'll also say this, you know, I think that you know, um, some of the reaction that some of the fans are expressing, or the feelings that the uh, that the fans are expressing, the disappointment and the anger, um, you, you you don't you don't find that out about yourself until something like this happens, and 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 uncontrollable type feelings emerge, like your true feelings emerge, like wow, I'm really affected by something that the coach of my favorite football team said you know you can't right. control that reaction you can pretend that you can suppress it uh you can pretend it doesn't exist but what i'm sensing lincoln are genuine feelings that may even be surprising uh the very people uh, that are experiencing them um but but i think that they feel good about that and you know i always say this lincoln when you sign up to be the fan <clears throat> the fan of a of a team you're, you're, in a way, surrendering a part of yourself because, let's face it, um, if you've been a fan of any team, really, for any extended period of time, <clears throat> yes, you're going to experience some great moments. But for the most part, when you think about it, except for, you know, teams like, excuse me, <clears throat> the Lakers. The Lakers, uh, you know, uh, usually end up rewarding their fans with a championship, right? Uh, <clears throat> they're that good. And they've always been that good. But not everybody is that good. Not right. every franchise rewards their fans like that. And if you're a Clipper fan or if you're – you know, even if you're a Warrior fan, a Warrior fan has experienced way more pain than good feelings, you right. know. But there's – when when you become a fan of a team, you just surrender the fact that, you know what, <clears throat> my heart is is uh, is open now to being ripped out and trampled upon. Uh, And I can't do anything about it because that's my team and I'm never going to quit that team. Come higher hell water, 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 the good and the bad, uh, and there's something to be proud about that, experiencing that uh, as the fan of, uh, of a team and understanding that these feelings are real. There's, there's, you've invested time. You've invested money. Uh, you've invested parts of your life uh, to devote to, 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 uh, to being a fan of this team, and, and you are a part of this team when you're a fan of this team, and so it's understandable, Lincoln, that fans are experiencing this because it is their family.
0: You know, a lot of it, on that point, a lot of it, in my opinion, has changed over the years, the dynamic of a fan. I've, I've come across more people who are fans of players than of organizations. And I get it. I mean, you, you had a, a sort of an increase. For example, there was an increase in fanship for Tampa Bay when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, the, and, and I get it. But one thing that I've always appreciated about the nation, the real nation, is the fact that win, lose, tie the Raider Nation till they die. And they would support. They would, though no, it doesn't matter. The Raider Nation has always been well-traveled uh, since it, since my, I was brought to the team. I know they, they go places. They went to London. They went everywhere. They're, they're a well-traveled fan base. They're a very supportive fan base. And there is a level of passion that you're talking about that they exude in everything that happens with this team. And there's been a lot of years of disappointment. You know, there was some slow, very lean years, uh, but they found a way to, to to get through it, and and they're looking forward to better times. And and even when the Raiders moved to Vegas, I knew a lot of people in Oakland who considered giving up their fandom because they were like, well, I just can't appreciate the team leaving, you know, Oakland or moving again. But a lot of those people still came around and said, well, if this team's going to be successful, I don't want to miss the boat of riding that train. You know what I mean? Uh, if, they're going to, if they're going to have some success, a Legion is a beautiful stadium. It's something to be celebrated by the fans, and they have. They've turned out. And, and more people from the nation, when they get a chance to see it, they will see the Raiders have a true home. They will appreciate it, and they will, they'll they'll be back.
1: Yeah, happened to a lot of my uh, Rams fans in SoCal. Um, <clears throat> you know, some fans just... Kicked them to the curb when they moved to St. Louis. Yeah, uh, Others stayed with them. And, you know, they ended up winning a Super Bowl very quickly after <laughs> after moving to St. Louis. After years of just misery. Not misery right. in Los Angeles. They got close many times. Right. At least to the Super Bowl. They played the Steelers in the Super Bowl one time. And that was a heck of a football game. Um, but then they go win a championship in St. Louis. It, oh, man. It was just it's after. Enriching. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, back out to the uh, listener Raider Nation listener line because we want to talk to Raider Dave in Denver. How you doing, buddy?
9: I'm doing okay. I feel freedom uh, today, and I'll tell you exactly why. And I think that Raider Nation should feel the freedom as well. And It may be a little bit hard to understand, but the simple thing, and I haven't even watched all the press conferences. I'm going to do that today uh, after your show, but the freedom comes from forgiveness. And, And I think that if people don't really understand what that is, they need to try to equate it with freedom of themselves. No matter what you think about Gruden, what he did, what the price he's paid, I mean, it's going to be catastrophic for this guy. I actually really do worry for him and his health and depression, and uh, I've worried for, for Deuce and you know the, the tough position he is in, and I just wish him all success, you know for Cindy too. But the forgiveness of this is what sets us free to be able to move forward. and it is a depressing deal. We're going to all be in Lotsee before you know uh, half before pregame and uh, partying it up and being a Raider Nation family, and it's going to be like a week because we don't know if we'll ever see or hear from this guy again in the public. And we did adore him and all the success that he had helped bring the Raiders. But I just want to let people know that that's where it starts, and I believe that we will get through this. And the best thing that can happen would be a win because it would bring such joy to Raider Nation and this organization. I'll call back another day and discuss more about how I think this Raider curse has just been going on. I love the fact that a guy called and said that they could have done this a different way, and, and there's more to that point later. I know you guys are short on time, but I really appreciate Raider Nation Radio. All the shows have been therapeutic, and I certainly hope that this team can come together better than they have ever been because they're going to need to lean on their brothers, and they're going to need to lean on Raider Nation.
1: Yep, absolutely. Thanks a lot for the thoughts, uh, Raider Dave in Denver. See you in Denver uh, uh, this weekend. Uh, Back out to the Raider Nation list line. Oh, excuse me. Uh, We are – that's it. Yeah, we're out of time, (laughs) Holy, Holy smokes. (laughs) Well, Therapy uh, session is over, but John, <laughs> John and Jason, um, you definitely have a spot uh, at the front of the line tomorrow uh, if you call back because we will be back tomorrow 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, in the huddle. Lincoln Kennedy and Vinny Monsignor uh, brought to you by Tequila, in Iba- Embajador, Radio Nation Radio, 920 AM. Lincoln, thanks so much, brother. Always a pleasure, uh, brother. Really enjoy and really honored uh, to-, to share these airwaves with you and all your insight and enlightenment. And uh, it's just, it's, it truly is uh, an honor. And you know that uh, that's exactly how I feel. And to all the listeners... Uh, and callers, uh, and I know not everyone else is able to call, uh, but I, but I have a feeling that uh, the callers today definitely expressed a lot of what's going on with Raider Nation, and we're here for you. We understand it's a tough situation, um, but uh, you guys are getting through it, and I'm really uh, impressed by that. And I'm impressed by uh, a lot of the Raiders that spoke today uh, and are going to lead the way, not only for the locker room, but you know for for you fans as well, because you guys deserve that as well. We will see you guys tomorrow, Lincoln.
3: Take care, buddy. See you, buddy. Have a good night.